Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Well, welcome to Out of the Blue. It is Sunday, the 24th of June. My name's Heather. We will be joined by Donna shortly. And we'd like to welcome you to Out of the Blue today. You're listening to 855 AM 3CR. You could also be listening online, digital radio, podcasting. There are so many ways to listen to us. No excuse not to. Now, for anyone who's been on our Facebook page today, we have put on Facebook that we are having a special guest joining us via phone today. It is Dr. Edward Steele, and he's going to tell us about whether the cause of the Cambrian explosion was terrestrial or cosmic. Uh, but currently, in true radio style, we are having some technical difficulties with our phone. So we are working on that at the moment, and we'll hopefully get Dr. Edward on the phone as soon as possible. Now, just a minute ago, Donna and I realized that this is actually our last show before Plastic Free July commences. Now, we have done a bit on the show about Plastic Free July the last couple of years. And this year, I think it's going to be a really big game changer now that Woolies has voluntarily removed their single-use plastic bags from their checkouts. Now, this is a massive move. Most people, particularly at the supermarkets I've been to, seem to be quite supportive. Everyone's got all their reusable bags. Um, 
I have heard some people, though, complaining about, well, what am I going to use for a bin liner now? Is this going to force more people to buy packets of plastic bags? And that's something I think we'll be addressing over the month of July because there are definitely ways to reduce your need for a plastic bag in your bin. There are lots of different ways of doing it. Some people have come up with this incredible origami-style newspaper to which people say, um, well, what about liquids? There are then ways of keeping liquids out of your bin. Keeping food scraps out of your bin will keep your bin much drier and will no longer need a need for plastic. Other people, though, have completely just gone bag-free and they are now organising to just put all the waste in there and rinse out that bin every week. So we're going to go to a quick announcement and hopefully we'll have Dr Edward on the air as soon as possible. Uh, hi, my name's Sarah. I love coming here because they offer vegan food. Hi, my name's Paul. I, this is my first time at Friends of the Earth. I think it's really awesome and the food's great, really healthy and nutritious. Friends of the Earth Food Co-op, 312 Smith Street, Collingwood. A tuneful experience. A 3CR supporter. How you pay your donation to the 3CR Radiothon? Well, you can do so online at www.3cr.org.au or call us with your credit card details on 94198377. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS. Or simply post your cheque or money order to PO Box 1277 Collingwood. 3066 and be sure to tell us which program you'd like your donation to go to. Welcome back to Out of the Blue. You are listening to 3CR 855 AM. Uh, And that was Get Ready for Love by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Now, the reason I chose that one is not because it has anything to do with the marine environment, basically because I was driving through Warwick Nabeel this week and Nick Cave did spend some time in Warwick Nabeel as a child. Beautiful spot out in country Victoria, which is also near some of the art silo work that you can uh, head out and see. Fantastic. Now, it is still Radiothon time and 3CR has some incredible shows that allow freedom of speech throughout the week. And it is important that we raise funds to keep us going on air. We're a really important resource for the community. And we did have 
so many people support us at our trivia night. But if you didn't attend and you didn't get a chance to donate to us on our Radiothon show on the 17th of June, uh, you can still donate now. It isn't too late. You can give us a call on 94198377 or alternatively you can text uh, to the number 0488-930-855. And also, if you don't want to use a phone, we're not going to restrict that. You can use the internet. So it's www.3cr.org.au forward slash donate. So there's plenty of ways to donate to ensure that our unique voices on air stay on air. Now, it does look like I've just had word from the door that we are having some technical issues and it doesn't look like we are going to be able to get to Dr. Edward Steele today. Do have some phone issues. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to organise to speak to him next week. So apologies to everyone who's tuned in this week. You'll just have to tune in again next week. But Donna and I are going to keep the show going today and we're going to keep it up with the Marine News. Now, Donna is back in the studio. I'm going to put you back on mic, Donna. Welcome back. Hi there. Thanks, Heather. You've been running around like a crazy person trying to fix technical uh, bushfires everywhere? A little bit, but you can just interview me maybe. <laughs> well, how are you going, Donna? That was a bit of a crazy morning, but I've just, you know what, opened up uh, The Guardian to be frantically looking for other interesting news to share uh, with people. Bef- before and that, before that. Before that. It was winter solstice this week. Everyone, <laughs> let's just acknowledge... Our days are getting longer again. Our days are getting longer. It's getting closer to summer. It's getting closer to me pulling my dive gear out of the cupboard and jumping in the water because I have been an incredible wuss this winter and it's not even winter yet and I haven't jumped in the water. It's embarrassing. Oh, I never get in the water in winter. Too cold. Too I'm, cold? Uh, yeah. But there's so many body. great stuff. And I've, I've noticed a lot of people posting about the spider crabs only a couple of weeks ago with their oh. mass molting and migration, which looked amazing. Uh, it was yeah. a few weeks ago now yeah, that people okay. were posting. Cool. But it did look absolutely amazing. One year. At some point, I will get in the water and see that. But I always seem to miss it. Well, at the moment, yeah. it's cold. I need my dive gear serviced. And then I'll get back in the water. <laughs> you and I, maybe we should do a show from, from the beach this that would summer. Be nice. that, that would be, be great. Nice. And then we'll just jump in the water straight afterwards. Okay, but what does The Guardian tell us oh, now that I mean, our days are getting I've longer? I literally just opened it and the first news article headline is Cocaine in Rivers Harming Endangered Eels Study Finds. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, there are – okay, no, let's go with that because there are long-finned eels found in Australia that will travel from the rivers of the east coast all the way to the Coral Sea and then return again. And it's a really important part of their maturity and spawning. So eels, mm. both freshwater and saltwater environments. That's no but deal. how is the cocaine affecting so them? This, it's a European thing. So tiny amounts of cocaine flushed into rivers are causing eels to become not only hyperactive, but to suffer from muscle waste, wastage, impaired gills and hormonal changes. Um, and it's also hindering their uh, migration efforts and ability to reproduce. Um, so that's what that's basically what this study is saying. I can post this on our um, web, our Facebook page after the show. That if would be fantastic to read a little bit more about that. Um, but the article was uh, published in Science of the Total Environment recently, um, and they're also saying that the cocaine can impair their gills and reduce the breathing ability, and then that muscle uh, affects their muscle muscle mass and damages their muscle and reduces their ability to swim and swim effectively and so especially some against side those currents. They... to what you would see in people. Presumably, yeah. I mean, mm. we all know what happens to people's noses through cocaine. It's no surprise that gills would have a, a similar impact there. 
um, given that there's still quite a mucous membrane there that's allowing a lot of transfer between the environment. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, there you go. So for anyone who was going to... Actually, i got nothing to follow up with with that. (laughs) I've got nothing. (laughs) What a crazy show. Hopefully nobody out there listening to our show is thinking about flushing cocaine, but... You know what? It could have a major impact on the animals around you. Do you know, Just don't use of, um, it in the first place. There's a lot of research like at the Western treatment or treatment water treatment plants really around the world about like how our in, increased pharmaceutical use um, impacts the water that's then flushed out as the treated water at the end of the system. Yeah. Um, and that it has some kind of impact on marine life and And whatnot. I think it's a new area we're looking at because obviously for, for so long hormones and antibiotics yes. have been used in animals and um, it was, you know, many years ago now that I think it was French chefs um, started developing breasts and it was from the hormones that were being put in the chicken that they were handling constantly. Yeah. Um, so we're aware of how those things can affect our food. But, yes, we're now beginning to look at well, what are the effects once it passes through the human body and is now passed as waste and is entering our, our wastewater systems and, yeah, what that mm. flow-on effect has to the environment. Maybe we should try and find someone to interview about that on a future show. It'd be really interesting to get that. Well, I did used to work things. at Melbourne Water. I'm sure hey. we can find somebody down at the Western Treatment Plant. It's a beautiful <laughs> part of the world. So Got many of my friends were like, how could you work there? I'm like, it's not as smelly as you think. It's, it's not beautiful actually. beautiful yeah. down there. I think it was years ago, but they've done a lot of work in like the last probably five to ten years, I would say. Oh, definitely. Covering the ponds and extracting methane and um, generating electricity. And there's, yeah, very little kind of odour that you'd get from the exactly. treatment plant these days. And it's, you know, beautiful from a marine point of view because it's, it has so much coastline there. And then for anyone who's into their birds, the uh, orange-bellied parrot is known to uh, yeah is known to fly to the Western Treatment Plant too. So it's a really important site. Now, marine environment, as I said, we're coming up to plastic-free July. Donna, yes. you've been doing Plastic Free July no, for a while. No, I haven't. You've That's, never done no, it? No, no, no. Farm, our other presenter on Out of the Blue, is a veteran of it. I've done it never. And this year I've committed. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, I and always gonna, assumed you'd been involved. Okay, tell she's us. She's going to coach me through it. Okay, tell us what your commitment <laughs> is looking like. Because so, I think what happens to some people is they get so completely overwhelmed. It's overwhelming. That a couple of days in, they just quit because it's all too hard and You've already failed, so why bother trying? But every yeah. little bit counts. So tell us. So what, what I'm doing. Do? Well, I've kind of practiced yesterday at the market, um, and the only things with plastic that I bought were tofu in a plastic package because I don't know where to buy it without a plastic wrapper. But all oh, my fruit okay. and veg. For anyone I, out there who does, please, you know, yeah, send us a message me on the know, Facebook page. Please. We all want to learn together. I think there's one of those whole food shops just down the road on Smith Street somewhere that does. Or maybe the Friends of the Earth shop, I think. On is it on Brunswick Street here in Fitzroy? Um, you can they like wrap it in paper for you. And you can take it home, or you can BYO container. Pretty sure. Um, so I'm going to check that out next week. Have you checked week. out the Vic Market as well? I know oh, that's I where usually I do ta- my shopping. Oh, yeah, but, but I can't find, find anywhere it. that oh, does tofu kind of loose like that. Okay, so that's my challenge. Um, I'm probably it's a bit easier for me with food because I'm vegan, so I don't eat like meat and fish and dairy. So I don't need to worry about that whole bunch of food groups that are fairly mm-hmm. reliant on plastic packaging. Yes. Um, so all my fruit and veg is loose and then I eat like a lot of beans and lentils and that kind of stuff, which I can take my containers to market and get that. Um, and actually I took brown paper bags, like 
leftover brown paper bags from previous weeks to get my nuts and dates yesterday from nice. the market. Which And the lady was like super, yeah, sure, hand them over. There was none of that, oh, no, we can't use your container, which I've experienced before, which I think that's getting less and less. You don't I think, see that I think, so much anymore. I think people mm. are definitely educating themselves now and realise that that's, that's, that's not, less of a problem. And it's not a legal thing either. It's no. a, a company, organisation, shop preference thing. So they are legally allowed to take a container. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's not so much a legal issue. So if that's cited to you, check out the um, whatever those food guidelines are because that's, yeah, not a legal thing. You can bring your own containers, just whether people decide to accept them or not. Um, yeah, so that's probably my number one challenge is the food stuffs. Like, I'm, you know, I carry a keep cup. I've got my little water bottle. Um uh, I refuse straws, although sometimes I get caught out. Oh, That's, I forgot the other night. Straws are annoying. I was so um, busy chatting to my friends at dinner and we ordered drinks and I completely mm. forgot. I felt terrible. Yeah, it'll be good forgot. when the default is no straw. Well, or... I went to a um, a presentation the other day and I've been meaning to email them actually. It was at the, um, the RACV club in the city. Yeah. And it was Dr. Michael Mosley who was talking a lot about food and its effects on people. Fantastic presenter, just so engaging. But there was probably about 300 people at this brunch and we're sampling the foods that he'd made and they were really healthy, delicious foods. And we all had this little, I think it was a pineapple smoothie, but every single one of us had a plastic straw. Wow. So that's just reminded me, I'm actually going to write to the RACV today and suggest, look, fantastic event mm. however the impact could have been so much less had paper straws been used or none or none at all yeah but if a straw was required mm. there's so many paper straws out there and i understand that for some places it is going to be a cost for some small businesses that's really really hard for them just go no straw then yeah just eliminate it forget about the added cost of an environmentally friendly alternative we can live without straws yeah absolutely yeah i've got to get onto that today that's a good reminder. Check to on do my list. to-do list. <laughs> um, other things I'm going to do include, um, I don't know, I guess just making a point of saying no straw in places as well. Because mm-hmm. at the moment I'm like, no straw, thanks. And they're like, okay, and that's fine. But maybe start a conversation a little bit more like, hey, why, you know, do you need to give straws out or like have you thought about alternatives? Like Mm. here are some options. So maybe, yeah, just continuing that conversation beyond just a no thank you but Without no coming thank across you because as crazy person who wants to yeah. inflict environmental friendliness on everybody <laughs> yeah i don't know i feel be. like i'm like that if i go into the store and they go to put something in a plastic bag i'm like oh no bag thing it yeah i'm really working on uh reducing my plastic and they're like oh okay yeah and i had that at christmas a couple of years ago and i said to lady oh no plastic bag please i'm really reducing my plastic and she goes oh that's so sweet oh i was like patronizing much yeah just like i'm trying to make bit. a stand here <laughs> Like, yeah. come on, people. Let's work together. We only have one planet. Yeah. We have to look after it. Not four. Some people will say, that's fine, we'll move to Mars. If we don't learn our lesson from Earth, we're going to make the same mistake on Mars. Or we go back to where we came from, which might be outer space, which well, is what we're going to talk about we're today. Talk but about we're going to talk today. about it next week now. But that's okay. Um, we can build the suspense for next week because, <laughs> look, from my point of view, if we if we go to the outer space element that was going to be today's show. I love it. It's fascinating. I can't Um, wait to talk about When I went to university, it was all Darwinism. Yeah, Darwinism or nothing. You have traits that are genetically related 
and you pass them on to the next generation and this is how we evolved. Yeah. Um, this article that we will talk about next week, again, apologies for our major technical issues today. Um, this article, though, talks about how, well, maybe we didn't come from primordial ooze. Sorry, soup. I think it was the soup. The primordial soup, soup. yeah. Um, maybe we came from outer space, which initially really conflicted with my beliefs. Now I have an, an open mindset, so I'm willing to listen to other opinions. And the more I read, the more I found it really interesting. But it also I found fit with other beliefs I have at the back of my mind where surely we're not the only living things in this universe because mm. if we are, that's really disappointing and depressing. And like, I, there's got to be something else out there. Yeah, I think it's arrogant to think that we're it. Um, and I also think things like, um, you know, you have islands like the Galapagos where things have evolved. Yes, in yes, the finches. Isolation and mm. um, things got to those islands. So on a cosmic level, things got to our island, which is Earth. Yes. So, can't you know, I can definitely see that link between um, – I guess things coming here because we see it on a, a micro scale mm. on our planet that things get around and move around and transport seeds and wind currents and um, birds flying across oceans and um, you know all of that kind of stuff. Plus you know continental drift, etc. Of course. Of so course. yeah, why wouldn't other things be smacking into us? And we, and we know that yeah. things smack into us. I mean, in the 1990s, there was a big fascination in Hollywood with asteroids and meteorites. Yeah. So, you know, we've got Deep Impact in Armageddon where the Earth is going to be completely destroyed by a massive asteroid. So we know those things already hit our planet. Why couldn't they be carrying something? Uh, I mean, it happened here in uh, in Murchison in Victoria. Like in the late 60s, there was a massive rock that or a meteorite that hit um, hit us in Western Victoria. So, and that had fossils in it. So, stuff's been hitting us. What's in it? There you go. That is the <laughs> message of today's show. Stuff hits us. <laughs> but what does it bring with it? Yes. Yeah. And as I said, again, apologies that we've been having some technical issues here today, but we will be working on that <laughs> and we will be getting to Dr. Edward Steele next week's show. But this does give our listeners a chance to you know, maybe read up on this idea of whether life evolved from a terrestrial source or a cosmic source and, you know, engage on our Facebook page. If you've got a, a question, send it through. We're more than happy to ask it. More than happy. I mean, Donna and I have a million and one questions we want to ask, <laughs> but it is only a half-hour show, so we have to try and keep them concise and uh, limited. And we will. Um, and it'll be a really interesting, yeah, conversation when we get to talk to Professor Ted. Um, also, actually, you can, if you want to get on the phone and donate, we've already had our Radiothon, Radiothon show, but that was last week. But you can still donate to 3CR, to Out of the Blue, to any of your favourite shows on the station by going to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate or by calling 94198377, donate to our show donate to the station um yeah and if you are out there and you're thinking i am a marine expert i am amazing people need to listen to me again get in contact on facebook come on the show we're always looking for guests hopefully you can come live in the studio because it's a little bit easier that way (laughs) (laughs) but definitely engage with us if you are a specialist in something Come on the air and share your knowledge. Yeah, we love learning and we love chatting to people. We love having our, you know, 
beliefs tested. Definitely. Our, the more controversial, the better. This is fascinating. I love it. And getting the word out there across, you know, non-mainstream media um, is, you know, a great way to reach a broader audience um, to, you know, the norm, which is probably why I love this station so much. Yeah. It's really fun coming on. Unfortunately, that brings us to the end of our very haphazard show, which I hope you all enjoyed. Again, we'll get there next week. We'll, we'll be fine. <laughs> um, now, we are podcasting for anyone who hasn't worked that out yet. You can head, head to 3cr.org.au and find our podcast. You can also find them on iTunes, which made me super excited last week. Um, so, listen in. There are so many amazing shows from the last, I think we're almost up to two years of podcasting now. It's really exciting. Yeah, there's a heap of um, shows on there. So, on jump on there and listen to any of our previous shows. There is some great stuff out there. Otherwise, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. It's time for us to head off and coming out next is Sally with Out of the Pan. Enjoy your Sunday. Happy Sunday. Yeah.